Hi, I'm Nick, a registered dietitian. And I'm Han, a pre and postnatal personal trainer. And together we are the Honest Mummies. We started this podcast as a way of connecting to other mums to let them know that they're not alone in the lifelong learning journey that is known as motherhood. We really hope you enjoy listening to our honest and open accounts of our experiences. And don't forget to follow us on social media. I'm at Hannah Mummy Mills. And I'm at Mummy Nutrition. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Honest Mummies podcast. We are on episode five now of our first mini series, and today we're going to be chatting about toddlerhood, tantrums, and toys for the one to three year olds. So, first of all, how are you, Nick? Are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm absolutely fine, Hannah. Loving these conversations. No, it's going to be a good one today. So, I thought we'd kick off with toddlerhood and basically how each of us found that transition from our little ones being babies to becoming more toddler-like into toddlerhood. But yeah, any moments that stand out for you or how did you find that? Yeah, so I think I really enjoy Henry now as a toddler. I, I love the fact that he's more independent. So I feel like I can leave him in a room unattended for a few seconds however on the other hand there's always a chance that he might endanger himself or I'm always worried that he's going to choke for example a clear standout for me is that when Henry was a baby it was so much easier to get a shower so although a lot of things were harder when he was a baby some things were easier like dressing him and getting a shower he would just sit happily at the end of our bathroom that's so true because they used to to be able to just put them in I used to put like in that bouncing seat thing yeah and and they just sit there happily like you can have a shower wash your hair obviously some days they might not be as going along with the flow but then you progress don't you it co- it's like everything it constantly changes then I had her in the bathroom but not in a chair yeah whereas now I do actually allow her to play in a room whilst mm-hmm. I have a shower but mm-hmm. I can put the camera on uh that's interesting so with Henry I I put his shoes on and I make him stand in the bathroom and he usually gets a cleaning utensil and he goes ah cleaner and he pretends to clean so I think like that's definitely different I think the fact that they can do simple tasks is literally the cutest thing like put this in the laundry basket or get a plate or get a bowl and we've got a cupboard in the kitchen that has literally just got plastic items in that he can go get so for me I find that really enjoyable and of course like the talking more I mean I know that Orbs can talk for England Henry talks away in his own language but it's just so cute and I love the fact that he can express himself because when they're a baby it's so hard like you know what is the matter whereas Henry can say dwink or he knows where the snacks are things like that so yeah on no, one hand, they always say where the priority snacks are I know. yeah so on one hand it's harder but then on the other side it's easier yeah I'd agree on the conversation front I think like you said she is advancing conversation wise but it's so lovely regardless of what stage you're at to have that feedback from them yeah. and um, to know like you say what they want totally agree on the independence side and doing little mini tasks I know you have a toddler tower didn't you yeah um, well we do have it however it's currently in the garage my husband <laughs> threatened to chop it up for firewood and I was like no it cost me like over a hundred pounds so yeah we've got a love-hate relationship with that Hannah <laughs> all right well we use dining chair but I will give a warning obviously to not leave a child unattended and make sure it's not as safe but we do use that I'll admit hands up 
and like doing breakfast, she enjoys pouring her own milk into the Weetabix bowl. Little things they can do. I think it's really good to promote their independence as well. And it's good for developmental skills. Another one I know we both do is like offering choices. So when it comes to clothes, so I know you lay them out. You're far more organised than I am, Nick. But I'll just say, I should probably do what you do. But I just say, go to the drawer and get a pair of leggings and a top, which what you get sometimes doesn't match. But some days you're like, does it really matter? But yeah, it's nice that they can do those little things. I mean, you and- say that I'm more organised, Hannah, but literally. So all I do is I put piles of leggings, a vest, jumper, like about four of them on top of a drawer. And I just say, Henry, which pile do you want to wear? And literally, it's the cutest thing him thinking and deciding but he doesn't care what he wears but I think sometimes it's helpful if on your clothes you've got something that they really like for example cars or a gruffalo or I bought him a Mickey Mouse thing he doesn't know who Mickey Mouse is but it looks fun so I think clothes nowadays almost like matter more because they need to be enticing for them to want to wear it yeah we are going for a stage at the moment where she wants to have matching knickers to vest and so oh my gosh it's a bit of a nightmare (laughs) if you open the drawer and you think hmm you know before it happens that this is not going to go down well what about sleeping Hannah because I know that I think Orb is quite advanced whereas so Henry is he turned two in November right now it's February so we have him in a sleeping bag he's still in his cot because I think don't fix what's not broken and he's actually still in nappies so we haven't potty trained I was going to but then I'm going to do it in the summer with Mm. less layers when he's about when you say she's more advanced let's let's definitely rephrase that because Henry sleeps from what seven till seven or on a standardish night yeah however we definitely are not in the same boat there so I totally agree why you wouldn't change something that's not fixed now nothing's been fixed our end so we change anything anytime so yeah we we're not in a cot anymore we removed one side from that never been a fan of the cot and then when we found out we were expecting number two we've actually prepped the room so that it has a small double in Mm. mainly because she was still fed to sleep and it was just easier for one of us to lay there rather than having to bend over in a cot bed type thing. Yeah. So yeah, that's gone quite well. I wouldn't say it's massively changed to sleep, but yeah, what's another topic entirely? But potty training, we have done that, yes. We did actually attempt it twice though. The first time was just too early. We did it and it was like day three and it was just too soon. She emotionally wasn't there. We could actually do an episode on potty training at some point, maybe when H has done his as well. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, we, we came back to it. I think, I think she was just over two and she asked for some knickers because we'd had oh, them obviously in the house. And so, yeah, we did it then and, and she's been nappy free since. Not at night time though. We do put that on for night time. And it, how is she overnight? Like, does she go for a wee or do you think she's ready or...? It's not something I'm even going to bother trying, as in her nappy's quite dry most nights, but I think that's a different milestone completely. And also I just don't want to get into the the getting up for a wee in the nights just yet. I think we'll just roll with the nappies for a while at night time and see how it goes. But challenges, I mean, they're all nice rosy things we've spoken about. I was just going to say that actually all these things that we face and I think the one challenge at the moment well we kind of through it but it still does happen you know once twice a week 
toddler tantrums obviously that's not really a thing when the babies so have you experienced them how did you handle it and then I'll share what we've done yeah so in general communication is good however that doesn't mean there isn't those tantrums I think they're very normal part of their development we didn't have them until a little bit later I would say Mm. towards two rather than I know a lot of people little ones tend to have them when they're a little bit younger as well but I found this obviously I'm not a behaviorist like on children but what I have found from reading and doing my own research is that acknowledging their emotion has been amazing So if she's, say, I don't know, frustrated because she doesn't want to do X, Y, Z, it doesn't really matter what, then acknowledging their emotion, like saying, I can see you're frustrated, it's okay to be frustrated. Mummy has to hold your hand to keep you happy and safe, for example, if we're walking down a road. And then giving her lots of love and cuddles. And I feel like from doing that very simple thing in different scenarios, whether that be frustration, whether that be I can see that you're sad, it's okay to be sad, really helps her, I don't know, kind of like stopping her tracks a little bit. Now, it's not a magic wand. It doesn't work miraculously every time I say that. But I think the consistency with it, learn over time, don't they? And there's an Instagram account called Big Little Feelings that I think is fantastic for parents to follow. And they're professional experts in that area. And they'll often have posts like try this rather than this type of tips. So definitely put that out. But what about you, Nick? Yeah, so I like Big Little Feelings as well. I also like my friend Marta and her account is at Dr. MDC underscore pediatric underscore psychologist. Although having said that, do you know what? She's changed the handle. She's made it simpler. It's underscore... It's doctor.mdc underscore psychologist. So I've done an Instagram post with her and a really standout quote from me, which I started the Instagram post with is from Ella Nost or Ella Nost. I don't know how you pronounce her name. She does loads of amazing quotes on motherhood, but she said, when little people are overwhelmed by big emotions, it's our job to share our calm, not join their chaos. Now, prior to reading that quote, I've been guilty of basically when Henry was having what looks like a complete meltdown, sometimes for over an hour, I would almost like lose my temper. I wouldn't know what to do. Now I've got really good at calming him down. And all I do is I just hold him and I just literally, I hold him and I breathe and he calms down literally within minutes so it's just technique that you just have to remember that you are their rock and if their world is getting chaotic and then their rock is unstable that's just going to make things loads worse so yeah I just see tantrums as it's a way of Henry expressing his overwhelming feelings and you've just got to help them to self-soothe because apparently how you react is then saved in their memory bank as a feeling and then they use that to help control tantrums like in the future i'll link that instagram post that that i did in the show notes as well that's really interesting i can see how that would be as well i love that and i was gonna say actually sometimes i don't know if you find this but how i'm feeling as well definitely has an impact on how i react Mm -hmm. so say it's a bit like what you just quoted as well so I have to really be mindful of that sometimes and maybe rightly or wrongly if it's safe to do so take a few breaths myself before going in to deal with it because otherwise say I don't know there's lots going on you're trying to get out of the house like when we had to be somewhere on time and um, and then you're stressed internally aren't you so then you're not going to deal with it as well 
so I do find like from when she was a baby and when they're crying sometimes even just to take a few breaths before you go in not go in as in they're by themselves but you know I mean to start dealing with said tantrum but yeah so it is a tricky one I think everyone just needs to remember the listeners as well you're not alone like everyone goes through this it's another classic phase isn't it let's face it yeah it's all phase and yeah and you just remember that it's not your job to help your toddler come out of it it's just your job just to remain calm and if they don't want to be held that's fine you can say things like you know like mummy's here mummy still loves you and that's the main thing I think it's how you follow up so if Henry's like scratch my face and then he gets upset and I just say look you know mummy loves you and then he won't you know do it for a while yeah and it is about love isn't it at the end of the day we're there constant and we're there to support them and show them the way so moving on from tantrums to toys outdoor faves then let's go outdoor first then indoor Nick so top three outdoor toys that you love or well not you love personally but you might love them but H so I mean we do spend a lot of time outside mainly in the park or might go play in the woods but when we're in in the garden obviously we spent a lot of time in the summer in the garden we bought a slide I think from Argos so Henry loves to go up and down a slide we bought actually quite a cheap one so I want to get a bit of a bigger one for this summer coming something that isn't really a toy but just get a hose pipe if you've got an outdoor tap a hose pipe can provide endless amounts of fun like Henry loved it last summer chasing us around and I think um, (laughs) you Hannah when you say your three you definitely need to mention your find and then I think finally a wheelbarrow because I was going to say sticks but a wheelbarrow if you wanted to buy something just because they can do something with it it's like an open-ended toy in that they can put lots of stones in it or sticks in it and we've also actually on the same note got like a toy lawnmower so Henry would follow my husband around if he was mowing the lawn so yeah I think those three things yeah well the slide the wheelbarrow and the lawnmower and then a hose pipe isn't really a toy but they definitely keep Henry occupied so what about orbs yeah completely agree on the lawnmower that's a really good one one of our top things to play outside is actually with chalk so whether she's just drawing herself or I did actually create this game, right? It's not like I've made this up properly, but it's just something we do. I'll draw shapes on the floor. So draw a circle, draw a triangle, draw a square, a heart. We call it the stand in the game. So I'll say to her, can you stand in the circle? And then it's just a nice way of them learning at the same time. Um, I love that Hannah I'm going to steal that because we've got those chalks so yeah thank you yeah it's just a nice little game to play or if they're a bit younger and you're not quite onto shapes yet then you could just do coloured circles so like stand on the red circle or Mm. stand on the blue circle and by doing that they'll also learn in the circle and connecting that with the colour that they might already know so we'd play the stand in the game and also like just jump in in and out of the shapes or mm. put in like one two three four five in a line and jumping and counting so yeah I think the chalks actually are really really good and really cheap to get hold of yes um, the one you mentioned I think you're referring to I actually did put down is the sprinkler mat which connects to um, Nick's house pipe recommendation <laughs> <laughs> And it's a like a plastic sheet, really, of circle with holes around the outside. And it is so good, isn't it, Nick? Like, you yeah. got one as soon as you saw mine. Although, I have to say, Hannah, I think I might enjoy it more than Henry. <laughs> Especially in summer. Yeah, um, 100%. So, yeah, really nice. And also, like, watering can, really nice and simple. Yeah. 
Um, I do actually, I'm going to do this. I don't know if you thought of doing this, but this year, I feel like I'm going to plant some like sunflower seeds or something like that for us to grow. Yeah. Do you know what? I have actually been sent some as a part of something. Yeah, that's genius. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do that and maybe some like really basic veg, like carrots or something. Because I think it would be nice for her to see. And she's a little bit older now. So she's two and a half. And so I think when you get to like anywhere, well, it doesn't matter, does it? They can still learn. Yeah, uh, and I think that would be really nice, like going out in the morning and see if it's sprouting. And yeah, because there's a little part of us that have like a vegetable patch, and she loves seeing those. But I'm not quite up to like to make a vegetable patch standard yet. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love a hand. But however, right now it's freezing, so I think outside right now it's snowing and not degrees. How yeah, well, I actually googled the other day. I think it's March. You have to plant them or something. That was the sunflower seed. So ah. Um, how are you keeping orbs entertained inside? Because obviously orbs um, is with you every single day. Henry goes to nursery four days a week. What are you doing to keep her occupied? I would love to know. Yeah, inside can be more challenging, but I feel like we have a wide selection of things to choose from. I try to rotate them as much as I can, although there are fave go-tos, like with any child, they tend to cotton onto one thing and love it, don't they? So yeah. like you mentioned about the sticks and things before, we'll often get things in the garden or on, collect mm. things on a walk, whether that be some leaves or some twigs or, and then take them to like the craft table space. That sounds like we've got a huge room. We really don't, but I call it the craft table. It's like her area. And like even just drawing like a tree trunk, like I could draw the tree trunk with these paint sticks. They're fat, but really good for little hands because they're chunky. So they're good for them from being very young. I think we started using them around 12, 15 months and they can stick the leaves to make a tree and things like that. So that's quite a nice thing to do role play wise she does love a doll and a pram so we've kind of built on that since since she's been one it it was the fascination with pushing the pram well when she walked sorry I should say and then having like a tea party with the dolls Mm -hmm. or changing the doll's outfit and now obviously with baby two on the way we're talking about changing the baby's nappy so it has like little toy nappies so that's quite a nice one But the latest one, I think, is since Christmas. And I actually got her some Peppa Pig puzzles. And I think somebody else bought some Frozen ones, which they're like the two high go-to things in our house. But she loves them. And I can't believe how captivated she is with these puzzles like because I hadn't done them before like a jigsaw I mean Mm. um, with her but yeah they come out at the moment every single day and there's four in each one and honestly like she loves them I think I need them yeah I know and and it wasn't something I introduced and Christmas she would have been around what two and four months ish but yeah really nice if you're on the older end of toddlerhood but what about you nick what's h into at home so i mean his latest obsession my husband for i think it was his birthday bought him a postman pat van or it might have been a random present and then for christmas we got him the police car now these vehicles are like the size of, of an adult's hand so and he loves just playing with them and taking the little men postman pat and his little cat around with him and then obviously now we're into the postman pat on tv and he just loves the fact 
that, 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 that they're connected. I love Postman Pat more than Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean is horrendous because there's no like talking. So at least Postman Pat teaches Henry yeah, words. That's the thing, actually, you, you're right. It just, it just, just grunt, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it's my biggest pet hate. I'm so annoyed that my husband got him into it. So definitely Postman Pat Van and Police Car is not as obsessed with the train. He loves his sit-on tractor, which we got him for his second birthday because when we went to this farm, they had them there. So literally Henry races about the house on this sit-on tractor. And then I think similar to Orbs, we have almost like a little home corner with his kitchen, his washing machine, and he loves his wooden tea set. And I did buy him a doll. He's not as obsessed with the doll unless I say, oh, can you get the doll some cake and tea? Because he's got a wooden cake set. But he loves his teddies. So I think Henry, soft toys, definitely role play, sit on tractor, and then these little vehicles. Like, he's vehicle mad. Yeah, and it's cute, isn't it, when they do things like that? Because it starts off them, like, feeding the teddies or whatever, and then we're starting to get more into like independent play. Now this might, some days it might only last a few minutes, other days it could be like 10 to 15. And then you'll find them like making the toys talk to each other. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's so cute. And like Henry now, and I can't remember the age that he started doing this, but now takes Teddy's to bed with him and... I, like, I love that. Like, I love that. I, I love you that, see that, that on your on your Instagram, actually. Like, there's some random, like, tractor he's taken to yeah. bed or something. Yeah, he also takes hard toys, so I have to remove the hard toys. Or actually, in the last few weeks, I started putting them at the end of his bed so that when he wakes up, he's got the toy and he's so much happier in the morning because he's got oh. his little toy in his cot. That's so cute. Yeah, so many things there. So hopefully, as well as us sharing, that gives you guys listening as well some nice new ideas but do share yours with us as well we'd love yeah. to know as well Nick couldn't we yeah and like I do have some toys lined up for the third birthday I'm thinking for things like kinetic sand and those like magnetiles yeah so any more suggestions please let us know So we really hope that you've enjoyed today's podcast. Next week is actually the last episode of the series and I cannot wait for this one. We're going to be discussing the pressures of social media as well as privacy online. So how me and Hannah navigate the online space whilst keeping our little ones as safe as possible. And we'll also be discussing how Instagram is sometimes a highlight reel and isn't reality at all. Thank you so much for listening and we will speak to you next week. See you then. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Honest Mummies. Don't forget to tag us using at Hannah Mummy Mills and at Mummy Nutrition and use the hashtag The Honest Mummies to get involved in the conversation. We really would love to hear from you. And finally, please remember to subscribe on Apple, Spotify or wherever you like to tune in from. Bye for now.